Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Today, I'm very lucky to introduce you to three people who are involved in an incredible group uh, of extraordinary people, uh, the Band of Runners. This includes Liza Howard, who is in charge of the group, Tom Bowling, and Chris Russell. Band of Runners is a uh, nonprofit that helps military veterans and their surviving families um, introduce them to the trail running community, okay? Um, this has been going on since 2017, and they, uh, they've they got probably about every year they do a um, long, a weekend over uh, Veterans Day um, which is in November, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, and is held out at the H.E. Butt Foundation, uh, which is in Hill Country, Texas. Um, and they're very fortunate that the uh, foundation lets them use the property and whatnot. And so they basically spend a weekend um, you know, from Friday afternoon through Sunday, you know, before noon is my understanding. Um, introducing folks to the trail running community with runs with educational things like you know how to fix your blistered feet how to do first aid um you know trail running strategies etc and uh, they break the group into groups depending on their abilities um and then again this is pretty much open to um anybody that uh you know has a desire to try this okay they, they have space for anyone is what Liza told me. Um, this doesn't mean that you will necessarily get in. I, um, I believe that they let in, ugh, I want to say about 50 people each year. Um, however, if you don't get in uh, on a given year, you know, throw yourself on the wait list and chances are you may end up getting in for this particular year. So, um, you know, hang on to that thought. Um, they, uh, they are a group of people, uh, you know, this group in particular, they represent the uh, San Antonio um, Rockhoppers, uh, which is a group that I'm involved in. And um, we are a trail, trail running group um, who, you know, we're all various abilities and whatnot. Lord knows I am, you know, among the average folks um <laughs> they all are pretty much rock stars uh but they won't let you believe that for a second um but um i do uh, encourage those of you who are veterans or surviving you know family members to consider applying um the uh, applications open up in march and um you can uh you know apply and you know see if you get in um, and if not, like I said, get on the wait list and they, you know, they, it's a very friendly atmosphere from what I understand. And, uh, this year the camp is being held from November 10th through 12th. And, um, you can, uh, apply at bandofrunners.org and, um, you know, go check it out and, uh, hopefully, you know, find out some more uh, information about this. Um, I was very happy to talk to the three of them this afternoon on Sunday about their organization and what they do. Um, a lot of this is helping with mental health. Um, 
you know, and just sort of introducing some of them to trail running. You do not need to be a, you know, rock star trail runner. You don't even have to be a trail runner. You can even be a beginner um, and they will, they will help you. They will work with you. Um, the days basically consist of, you know, they start off with a run, then they may have an educational thing where they talk about, like I said earlier, you know, dealing with first aid or your feet or whatnot, um, you know, technical things, and then do another run and eat, you know, there's a lot of eating going on. Um, people are encouraged to bring, you know, at least some sort of, you know, water bottle or something, uh, uh, last year, people were given, uh, if they needed it, they, they were given uh, packs, which were given to them, uh, water packs and whatnot, uh, that were given to them by uh, a sponsor. So sponsors, pay attention. Uh, They're also looking for a sponsor, hint, hint, um, who might be able to help them with trekking poles. So, you know, just saying, just saying. Um, and I don't know enough about, know enough about trekking poles to say, hey, X brand. Um, but anyway, um, it is a very, they, they insisted that this is a very lighthearted, um, fun experience for people. It's not, it's not meant to be intimidating. It is not, you know, um, you know, a lot of the runs, you know, are, it just sort of depends on your level. They break people into groups. And so, um, Without further ado, let me just let you listen to this and then I'll follow up with you on the backside. All right. So I am here with Liza, Liza Howard. I got to do this the other way because I know you're opposite of me. Um, Tom Bowling and Chris Russell. Sweet Chris. Rolling. Liza, do you have a nickname? Oh, no. <laughs> They're just like, no, we can't. <laughs> I just know the rock hoppers love nicknames and I don't really have one either. So I don't feel so bad. Um, Y'all are with a uh, band of runners. And so Liza, I, I think I'd like to start with you real quickly um, just to explain what band of runners is and does. Um, I mean, I know what it is, but for those who are listening and, and are not familiar, you know, uh, that would be helpful. So go ahead. All right. Well, Band of Runners is a nonprofit made up of trail runners that work to bring military veterans and their family members into the trail running community. Mm -hmm. That's the long and short of it. And so we have been around as our own little nonprofit since 2017. Um, and every year we have an annual trail running camp where we um, help people understand the ins and outs of trail running and our culture and what the community is like. Um, and we're able to bring folks like the best folks from the San Antonio and Austin area to be mentors at the camp and from all over the United States um, and Canada as well. Ooh. So, but your group is, is nationwide. I mean, I realize that I'm talking to a core group of people who are essentially uh, San Antonio based, but. Yep, for sure. Like the people who come to help at the camp to act as mentors are from all over the United States. In Canada, and uh, and then the people who come North to America, camp, oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. We don't have any uh, mentors from Mexico, which we'll have to work on. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah. But the people who come to the camp are from all over the United States. Okay, very good. Um, and I'm not sure if this is controversial or not, but I know you used to be involved with another veterans group that that it's sort of similar. Uh, right, right. 
if you yeah our origin story is you know. yeah we ran the trail running camp for team red white and blue which is another wonderful organization um that works to support uh, military veterans and their families um and so we had put on the trail running camp for them for a number of years here out at camp eagle um and uh, they decided they wanted to focus more on leadership training, um, which we thought was great, but also <laughs> we were like, but trail running is so good. And we just felt that there's, you know, trail running is unique or trail running has helped all of us so much um, in our lives and created such um, important friendships and such. And, and being part of that community is so important to all of us that we felt like we could do a standalone uh, trail running camp. And so there was no, there was no sort of unhappy parting with team red, white, and blue. We're just like, we'll do this and you can send your people and we'll, we'll just do trail running. Um, and so that's how that split happened. <laughs> Sorry, my cat's in the background. <laughs> he always does this to me when I'm doing zoom calls, but um, so anyway, so you, you started a band of runners in 2017 and uh, how many people are involved in your organization? or in this organization? Let's see, we, uh, gosh, I mean, over the years, we, we have probably a core of about 30 mentors like Chris and Tom who come to uh -huh. the camp, um, almost every, uh, every camp that we have. Um, but probably there have been, oh gosh, like over a hundred different mentors involved with the camp over the years, I would guess. Uh -huh. um, and then we bring about 50 veterans and uh, surviving family members to the camp annually. You know, things changed with COVID, um, but we're back up to about 50 um, last year. Okay, awesome. And where do you um, have have your camps? Because I know, again, I knew with, I know with team uh, RWB, it was at Camp Eagle. So are you, you know, do you kind of circulate around or? We're actually really close by now in the Texas Hill Country. Um, the H.E. Butts Foundation um, has property out by Lakey, and they have been amazingly um, and wonderfully generous to let us use their camp, um, their their land annually, um, and their facilities, which are just incredible. Um, and so it's been um, just this wonderful, wonderful partnership that we're very grateful to be able to take people out to the Texas Hill Country and introduce mm -hmm. them to trail running there in particular is really fun. Um, you know, for us. Yeah, for sure. And all of you are veterans. Am I correct about that? No, I am not. I am a, I am an army brat. Uh, so my dad was in the army, my, um, like so much family in the yeah. military. Um, but no, I never served. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I'm a Marine brat. Although my dad, um, was out of the Marines. He did reserve <laughs> duty for a number of years, but, um, yeah, just never had that, uh, direct involvement so no it's okay and chris yeah i was in the air force for about 21 years oh about <laughs> well, yeah. well actually 21 years and five months if you want to get <laughs> there you go. okay you sound like somebody runs ultras and goes i'm just doing the 50k um <laughs> yeah <laughs> and my dad my dad was uh ex army and marine he was in um uh the korean war he used to hang out of airplanes oh, wow. taking photos i know i've got this incredible photo album of stuff of him you know wow. or where he was you know these photos it was pretty insane but uh anyway so i mean i i get it um so well let's just talk and usually when do you all have your um have your camp over veterans day weekend 
um, okay. every year. And so somewhere around the 11th of November. And so this coming year will be the 10th, 11th and 12th of November. Um, and so if you are a veteran or a surviving family member and you are listening, uh, you should go to bandofrunners.org and fill out an application. The camp is entirely free um, uh, to veterans, um, except for travel, um, though we do support folks who, if that's a, a, an insurmountable barrier, we will we'll help folks with travel as well. Mm -hmm. So um, so let me talk to uh, Tom and Chris a little bit about being mentors. How long have you guys been mentors for this? You go first, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It's like, <laughs> sorry, I'm not. Well, I just can't remember when the Team RWB camp started. I guess I guess it's about ten years. There's a year or two I missed, uh, um, for for a couple of different reasons, but but pretty much since the beginning. Okay, I'm kind of same thing. Um, I think their camp was held one year in Virginia and one year in California. Mm -hmm. which I missed those years. Um, skeleton crew, I think, um, yeah. those years, but, um, uh, most other years including the RWB years and, um, it's fantastic. It's always a pleasure to be part of and meet wonderful people. So, so tell me what it means to be a vol I mean, um, a mentor, because I know, you know, there's a lot of connotations associated with that word. And so I'd be interested to hear what your role is as a mentor, like, you know, specifically, what does that mean? Uh, wanted to make sure no one gets lost, quite honestly. <laughs> I love you. Eli Eliza's laughing, but she knows I'm right. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's really to make sure, make sure no one gets lost. But I don't know, we, we, we actually have kind of like lead, what I would call lead mentors. Like Tom and I are in charge of like, a like I'm using charge of like group B, which is, one of the slower groups, which I prefer, and Tom's usually involved in one of the faster groups. But we also have mentors uh, who assist as well. So as lead mentor, we uh, honestly, a lot of it's just making sure people get to where they're supposed to get, uh, no one gets lost. And, uh, and But along with that, though, we do teach different like trail running skills while we're out there. Uh, you know, you try and foster a little bit of group pride you know we're we're b group and so you know you try and foster a little bit of b group pride and uh but it's also just to and just to have an environment where people feel like they can open up and just talk about different experiences whether it's trail running or even beyond that and usually we try and get people to maybe talk about how trail running has helped them uh -huh. and uh, and if they do that then maybe you know other people will will open up as well sure. and so I was Tom? gonna, yeah. I was gonna just add on that I, a lot of it's um, encouraging and um, you know just giving everybody some attention um, to show that kind of that's what trail running has always been to me is like a community. Um, it's a great way to connect with people, and um, you start to uh, you know just talk about how they might find a trail running group or other people to run with in their area, and um, and I think, you know, and, and also maybe consider looking into racing or, you know, on whatever level they want to. Um, but it's, it's just a, a kind of encouraging because um, you might have some people that have never run a trail race or it's their first time on the trails. But some of them are fantastic athletes and and are, you know, you could see them doing very well 
um, if they got into it or pursued it. So that's pretty cool. Um, so how far, I mean, I know we, we mentioned, I asked you about, you know, where these people come from Are the vast majority of these people from Texas or, you know, does it vary? I mean, I would say probably the majority are from Texas, but then, then all over the place as well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you get repeat folks? We, we sure do. And we try to, you know, we try to limit it to coming twice to camp okay. um, because, you know, with only 50 people there or less, it's you know we want to be able to affect as many people as we can and so and then sometimes there's a transition for folks where you know it's been really powerfully impactful in their lives and they want to continue to be part of it and so we try to find ways for them then to um, kind of maybe transition into the uh, mentor role if trail you know if they've been doing a lot of trail running or or find a place um, for them uh, to be but usually it's about twice that will I mean like the jokes don't change. Like it's all the same stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean, so like after two times, <laughs> this is all we have. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, you know, and again, I'm not equating veterans with, with, with this other group, but there's a group called um, back on my feet that uses running or to empower homeless people. Um, does this empower people who have, you know, served in the military and who might be, you know, dealing with um, after effects and, and, and whatnot. I'd be interested to hear um, what Chris and Tom have to say. I will say, I think it's empowering in the way that when you feel that you are part of a community who cares about you, like mm-hmm. that is empowering. And okay. I think that, that we succeed in doing that. We give people this on-ramp into the trail running community that's so easily accessible no matter where they are or what level of fitness they are we show them that no no there's a there's a place for you here like this is a large umbrella and wherever you are you know there's a place and these people are just nice you know like it's always funny when you introduce your you know trail running friends or you tell somebody oh like this guy's you know or this gal's really nice you're like unlike the rest of trail runners who are horrible you know it's just like of course and so so in that way I think it's very empowering mm-hmm. but I mean Chris and Tom um who are you know kind of more in the proverbial trenches than I am um at the camp um will have a better answer maybe gentlemen well I was uh, I don't know go ahead, I don't use Facebook very much to post stuff, but uh, every year end up with like 10 new Facebook friends. <laughs> so it's, I mean, which is, you know, I think people want to stay connected after doing that. And then they use the Band of Runners Facebook page, you know, to post about races that they are doing, or there are some races that Band of Runners kind of is involved with to some degree, or we try to have um some presence at some races so that you know it kind of gives people a, an extra goal to like oh I, I should sign up for that race because there's going to be a band of runners tent there and other people that i went to camp with um so i think that's kind of fun for people to have uh, a way to reunite um, if they live in different parts of the country so which races uh generally are you speaking about i'll let liza shoot that one <laughs> Um, so we'll have a presence at, um, Bandera generally more informal, 
um, we'll have one at Rocky. Um, we're going to do a race in North Carolina that Alex Papadopoulos is the race director for. Um, it's a 24-hour event um, in April. Um, and I will look up the name because I forget it <laughs> every time someone asks it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, he um, puts on a series of races in, in Virginia that are that are really well done. And a timed event is one that, you know, is set up well for supporting people and, and having a reunion. Um, and then we'll be at Scotty Coomer's um, Badger Trail Series um, at the end of July. Yeah. And then um, and then. Yeah. We're, we're are you going to be there? I'm going to do the half, yeah, and volunteer. Excellent. We'll come under the tent. Um, I <laughs> and then, um, and then I think we're going to. Um, I'm I'm pushing to have us go to Marathon to Marathon outside Marathon, Texas, um, for their series of races in October. Even though it's on the road, um, it's just such a fun, um, unique event that I'd like to you know bring the group out for that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Chris, you um, I didn't mean to jump over you there. Yeah, that's okay. No, I mean, you know, from what I've seen, there's there's just tremendous uh, mental health benefits uh, for a lot of these people. Uh, you know, a lot of them end up forming connections uh, with people and they stay, you know, lifelong friends, go to races together. Uh, there's one person, I'm not going to mention their name, obviously, but but one lady uh, she actually had uh, myself and two or three other fellow campers come out and uh, and support her during her first 100-mile race. But she was someone who was going through some pretty severe uh, uh, PTSD. And, uh, and recently, you know, she even told me that, you know, she's been a hard time, but she even told me, though, that knowing that Band of Runners was there, knowing that there were people who 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 cared for her uh basically kept her from giving up on life quite honestly wow. and so yeah and, and she's not the only story there, there there's other stories like that and uh, it really just struck me you know just uh, this organization that lies has created just the real impact that it it's made on, on on people's life just in terms of a lot of them just not giving up on mm -hmm. life and so, so did, she did she finish that hundred miler Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Under I honestly, there was a point there where none of us thought thought that she was going to, but she was really because the weather got bad, it got muddy, and she would actually have to start running negative splits. And you know how impossible it almost is to run negative splits, especially. But she was, <laughs> yeah. But she was so determined, yeah, because she had to run like the last forty miles faster, at a faster pace than she had run like her previous twenty. But she was so determined because a lot of us, because, you know, we had traveled out there to support her. She goes, I can't let people down, uh, even though we even told her, look, you know, it's it's OK. But she was so determined. She really pushed herself. Yeah. And, and she ended up finished probably about 15, 20 minutes to spare. So That's it's pretty awesome. amazing. Yeah. yeah. What other stories do you have uh, that you because you said there's some other stories that, you know, you could, you know, share about these folks experiences. Well, you know, I said I want to be careful about naming names, but there yeah, was yeah, one, yeah. but there was one camper who was also really, uh, uh, who was at the I met him at the at the California camp. Another guy who who deals with a lot of PTSD issues, but he he has stayed really involved with the with the Ben of Runners camp, and uh, he even uh, did some sponsorship last year, 
you know, he's no longer does as a camper, but uh, but he even did some sponsorship this past year for the for the organization, and he's made a lot of connections and friends, and is really supportive of a lot of the other other campers. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. You can tell that the Ben Brown's organization means so so much to him, and um, yeah, that's cool. No, that's that's. I mean. So take me through what a typical uh, weekend is like for for the group. Somebody, Liza, maybe. Oh, wow. <laughs> Chris. Let me just, I'll just preface this before we get there. We're saying like, honestly, all this camp ever has been was me sharing like the rock hoppers and the Austin, you know, trail running community with other people. Like, you know, Chris and Tom, Um, brought me into trail running when I moved to San Antonio and had a profound and important impact on my life. And so all this has ever been was me like, hey, y'all have to meet my friends. (laughs) How long have you lived in San Antonio? I want to say like 16 years now or so, at least. Um, So yeah. And so, and you know this, Donna, like, I mean, like there, this you're in this wonderful community, and it has such an important impact. And you're like, well, I mean, we should just share this with other people. Yeah, and so, like when you talk about like what is the camp like, honestly, like the whole idea was like, how can we make this just like a long run on the weekend, but we're doing it over three days, so we can't okay. kill people by running the entire time. But mm-hmm. how do we like make it like that, where you're telling stories and you're learning stuff, and it's fun but not destroying people <laughs> so like you don't so, want to yeah, want to yeah. deter them yeah yeah we don't want them broken at the end of it yeah we don't want them to be like and that was all the training yeah. i ever did them. <laughs> i get it <laughs> and so so the camp is really it's kind of like you, you will run for a little bit and we break into four groups like you know chris was saying um so you're with folks who are about the same fitness level um, as you, um, and then, you know, we'll run a bit, then we'll do kind of standalone classes where people can catch their breath and eat things, and then we'll run a little bit more, and, you know, like the flow, the ebb and flow of how much running and how much class goes back and year, back and forth year to year based on people's, um, input and mistakes that we make, (laughs) but, uh, but we always start out with this night run, um, because this just tends to be when the campers arrive and we want to do something um, that first night to take advantage of the time. And so um, I've always thought that it was this great way, kind of a great icebreaker. We're like, hey, (laughs) it's dark. Nobody knows anybody. Like, you're all nervous. Let's go run in the dark with headlamps on really rocky terrain. Like, how bad could it be? And uh, yeah, no, so there are some some stories from that. Um, But anyway. (laughs) I'm not letting anybody get lost. (laughs) but um but you know but i mean like that but just kind of this sense of like oh my gosh like trail running is ridiculous and here let us show you how ridiculous we're gonna go run on rocks in the middle of the night you know like with headlamps on and like how far do you guys go oh not like i don't even know y'all like what one to three miles or something like it's just tiny well it it kind of depends on who gets lost some people (laughs) (laughs) this is all about getting getting lost it's an extra this year so i think we did like six or seven miles (laughs) the head pack and then right other people do more like four i would say okay yeah Yeah. but it's Uh, very technical out there it's a beautiful place the he 
Butts Foundation. It's at headwaters of the Frio River. Oh. And um, everything kind of goes up from the Frio. So, you know, it's, uh, there's not a lot of flat running there. <laughs> so it's a real introduction to trail running um, or trail hiking, you know, which is kind of what we allow to do anyway. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then uh, after you, after you do your run, then do you guys all reconvene and talk about it or does everybody go to bed or what happens? Krista? <laughs> no, it's a full, it's a full day schedule. Um, I was going to mention a, a good story. Um, good. You know, as, as far as this past year, um, I had a wonderful group. C group was a great group of people. Um, and we had, I think, six female in our group from all over the country that, you know, uh, formed their own little wolf pack is what we called it. <laughs> they called themselves wolf pack. And uh, they really support each other. One of the last things we do um, on Saturday night is what we call a side yard ultra. And it's basically a one mile. It's kind of like the big backyard ultra, but it's one mile at a time. And we start out with like the first mile is 20 minutes. You have 20 minutes to complete it. So we try to get everybody at least complete one mile. And then the time gets shorter and shorter each mm-hmm. loop. And so then by the last one, it's, it's down to like a six minute mile. Um, and, but the, the wolf pack were just incredible supporting each other and they hung together um and lasted a long time and i think we had uh one of them was like the runner-up of course liza's son asa is a little running stud actually won it and he is he's an up-and-coming teen that's gonna got all the good genetics so (laughs) talk talk about mistakes (laughs) i did not think that i needed to have a discussion with my son about how he could not win <laughs> the night run <laughs> because Candy, who was going to be here, had made these beautiful awards, and uh, but he, you know, everybody was really generous about that. So <laughs> is he a veteran also? No, what's that? No, 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 no. He's yeah, he's too young for that. Right? Yeah, okay. I'm just high school. Hey, hey, hey Donna, Donna, you're asking about those. This is kind of a typical day. It it alternates between uh, classes and running. You know, okay. usually we'll have like a, uh, you know. He, you know, we'll, we'll start off with usually a short run, you know, an hour or so, eat uh-huh. breakfast, then usually break up a lot of times into classes, which, uh, you know, different things, running form, you okay. know, uh, first aid, et cetera. Uh, usually a lot of bad jokes from lies in the classes that she teaches. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's basically what we do throughout the day. We just alternate time between uh, classes and, and running and the running sessions are usually about two hour blocks mm-hmm. and uh, and while that may seem like a lot because at first sometimes especially my groups they usually kind of freak out like two hours but I mean we don't you know the, we, we stop and take breaks during that two hours we make sure no one's just like totally worn out so right uh, but having said that campers are usually pretty tired by by the end of camp <laughs> so you've beaten them up <laughs> And, and how long is a typical day? Oh, I mean, wow. we try to fill it, you know, like they, we only have two and a half hours. or three days. Yeah. We'll start off like That's super, we'll day. go run before breakfast. We'll have breakfast and then we'll go, you know, uh, until it's dark. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, like, it's like, hey, we want to share everything we can to set you up for success so that you leave here and you can go out on runs and feel safe about what you're doing and, you know, be set up so that you're not going to, you know, get miserably cold or miserably hot or miserably hungry, uh, right. miserably thirsty, or, or like, you know, you're set up in a way that you could participate in a race. Um, and so like, that's a lot, we got a lot to teach. And it's, I mean, it's really um, Friday afternoon, all day Saturday and then Sunday morning. So okay. a lot is packed into that time. It feels like a okay, week. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. um, and Liza's uh, foot care classes and um, learning how to tape ankles and, and take care of blisters is really helpful. I've been through it about, you know, eight times. And I finally this year started to pay attention because I need to <laughs> start, like, I need to learn how to do this because if I'm going to help race or people at races, like it's a really good skill to have. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, and I'm assuming that you all, uh, instruct people that, you know, they're, if they're going to participate, they need to bring you know, at least a handheld or a pack or something like that? Or do you guys provide that? Or how does that work? We usually tell them to, you know, yes, to bring a water bottle. Um, you know, the runs aren't so long that they necessarily have to have a, a pack, but that's nice. We were able to provide every everyone who needed a pack, like who didn't come already owning one. Um, we were able to provide them this year, um, thanks to some nice um, sponsorships. And they were able um, to keep and, them? Yeah. Yeah, they were oh. Um, we do nice. need a trekking pole sponsor, however, if anyone's out there <laughs> or wants to donate trekking poles, so, we do do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, like that's the wonderful thing about trail running. Like you need, you need shoes, uh, and you know, most clothes work, um, you know, you don't need a lot. Um, and so, um, so, so that's good for the folks and, you know, yeah, it would be really nice to have super high speed, you know, trail shoes. Um, but most things will work um and so yeah 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 how's the weather usually for that I mean I realized November you know it could, can kind of be anything but uh we got lucky this year because it was ex we were expecting it to rain the whole weekend and um it kind of did rain as we were arriving but then it cleared up and um so it was a little cool at, you know in the early and late time runs but uh, the rest of the time is great. And you should tell the story about Scott, what he did this year. Scott oh, Rapp, gosh, yeah. Scott Jones. No, different Scott. Scott Jones, who does the Becoming Ultra podcast. Oh, right. Um, yeah. He had this idea that he would run his first 100-mile run um, at camp. And like, that he, I know, <laughs> he was like, guys, I have this idea. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but that he was going to, he knew there were 50 campers coming about. And so he was going to have each camper get a rock um, and, uh, or get a bag and a rock and then put right in the bag, something that they wanted, they needed help um, kind of carrying a burden or maybe a burden that they wanted to let go of. Um, and that he would put this in a pack and for the last 50 miles, he, you know, every mile he'd be adding to this, this pack. And I was like, Scott, I mean, that's, that's like, we need to a limit on the weight of these rocks. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so like, it all worked out. He was like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I was like, oh, that's your first, first hundred. Do you want, like, we got a limit to at least a pound. You could get a lot of rocks. Anyway. So, so it was lovely. And he had people, um, 
you know, coming and accompanying him on, on this run. Um, and then we used some teachable moments with him, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that, it, that worked out very, very well. And I will say, I think we've only had bad wet, like bad weather where it's been cold or maybe a little bit of rain twice. Um, and, uh, right, Chris, would you say? only? Yeah. 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 For the most part, the weather's wor worked out pretty well. So, yeah, I did have to shove the ass or, uh, forcefully ask people to put plastic trash bags on this year to prove that those actually do keep you warm <laughs> they may not look like much but right it, yeah it made people believers too it really works great well i take that back i worked the finish line at, at um uh, rock and roll the first year i moved here which was like five years ago and uh and it started raining and we had nothing on so they gave us you know trash bags and i was like this works pretty well, you know, <laughs> so I just can't imagine running in it, but, um, I'll take your word on that. So, um, yeah. what other, um, so, um, how, do, how does one apply to participate in this? Just go to the website bandofrunners.org. Um, there's an application form. It'll open up in March. It's not open, um, yet. Okay. Um, we're all volunteer. And so we're given our, um, Rob Van Houten, who does all the, who yeah. kind of um, sorts through all the applications, bit of a bit of a breather. And so, right. uh, but yeah, so you just apply, um, super easy application. Um, Rob and then Chris and Tom work, have worked with Rob um, to sort through folks. Um, and so they'll contact you um, and, uh, and yeah, and then hopefully it works out to come to camp. Good. And so this is for uh, military veterans. If you're a surviving family member, um, you can also apply. Right. And um, I was not going to ask you, oh, if, if someone wants to be a mentor, are you still looking for mentors or are you all set or how does that work? They should totally contact me and they can do that on the site. I will say like one of the hardest things about this camp is that, you know, I mean, everybody wants to do something good with their running and this is pretty straightforward good. And so I've had to you know, I mean, we can't have so many mentors that it's like, That's you know, like there are only 50 people. You're like, okay, the two of you, you're assigned to this person. <laughs> You'd be like, are you going to the bathroom? Do you need help with going to the bathroom? <laughs> um, so, but please note, please, please do contact me. There's all sorts of um, ways to help with what we're doing. Um, and so if there's not room to be a mentor per se this year, there's so much that you can do um, to make what we're doing happen better um, for folks chance. and to really um with that I said well number one hey if you love fundraising let me tell you <laughs> if that's your passion in life boy could we use you okay. um and uh but beyond that we need um help with um we we need help with things like um sorry my mind just went to like okay. <laughs> believe me I get it yeah but, but no, like we need help with websites. We need with uh, with websites with our website. Mm -hmm. We need help um, coming up with other ideas about how to make this community stronger. We need help at races, so, um, supporting folks. Yeah, mm -hmm. so much help. And the nice thing about this is there's just like, if you have a passion to do something, we probably have a space where you can do that thing that you're passionate about. And how's your social media presence? <laughs> We need help with social media presence, Donna. <laughs> I might have some students that I could throw your oh, way. Oh, Donna, that would be wonderful. Yeah, no, for sure. 
for yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, I teach at A&M San Antonio and uh, yeah, we, I teach a lot of kids that, you know, do that sort of thing. So I'll turn them on. Yes. To yes. If they... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're a bunch of, you know, veteran trail runners. And uh, I mean, Tom's obviously very good at social media, but <laughs> Oh yeah, he has other things going on. No, I get it. Yeah, and I mean, may as well just let you know. I just do. A, I just did a blitz this past week. I did a social media blitz. <laughs> now I'm gonna sit back for next six months. <laughs> Maybe let some college kid handle it or something. Yeah. So, well, it'd be well, good. I mean, I think it'd be good experience for them just to you know have that on their resume or whatever, and you know, for the greater good. Anyway, Chris, you were gonna say something. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> no. nope. It's like you were gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not exactly Mr. Social Media, but um, anyway. You don't have to be, you know. <laughs> um, so uh, is there anything that I have? I mean, I know this went kind of quick, but I just, you know, and again, this podcast tends to be a little shorter than the average, you know, podcast, but it's not like I want to cut you off. But um, is there anything else that you would like to throw in that I, you know, should include um, and, and, you know, make sure I let people know about? I would say that if you are thinking about coming to camp, but you're worried that you're not fit enough or skilled enough, uh -huh. um, you just don't need to worry about that. Like, you know, right. we, we set you up well with, you know, um, getting prepared for camp, but there's a space for everybody. Um, okay. and, uh, and we have folks who come through who are just starting to get fit again. We have folks who come through who are, you know, much better runners than we are. Oh, really? Wow. So there is, you know, there's a good place and it's just like, yeah, I would say take the chance, um, and, and, uh, and apply if you're thinking about it at all. Okay. And, and one last question. Um, so out of the, how many people do you normally get, um, who apply for this? And then how many, I, I know you said you get like 50 that, that mm -hmm. are accepted. So usually, you know, what, what are the, like hunger games? What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? You know, it's just like a trail and, race or any sort of race. There's a lot of turnover as it gets closer to the event. Mm -hmm. Um, and so while we do have, you know, quite a long waiting list, um, for the spots, it moves just because things come up in people's lives, work, mm -hmm. you know, or family, or somebody gets injured or whatnot, sure. and then they'll like roll over to the following year. So, okay, okay good. Um, all right, anything else? No, I, I, yeah. I do want to add though that we we uh, we definitely try and make it fun, and uh, you know while we definitely you know there's like so we talked about you know uh, building a community, com encouraging people. Uh, but we definitely try and make it fun. We try and keep it lighthearted. So it's a, you know, not a, a like I said, intimidating environment at all for, for people. So they, so they do, uh, you know, and, and we do tell a lot, of, a lot of bad jokes and, uh, uh, but you know, pe people seem to like them. So yeah. So, we'll pay them. Yeah. 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 So I just want, you know, people not there is, it's definitely a fun thing for it folks. Sounds to like, to. Yeah, yeah. No, I, um, no, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you guys wanted to talk to me about this. Um, okay, stay put for one second. Thank you guys very much. So just stay put though, okay? All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of um, The Stubborn Tortoise involving Band of Runners. And um, again, if you are interested in uh, applying to participate in this year's camp, you need to go to bandofrunners.org 
and um, you know, send in your application. Now, the applications do not open until March. So we've got like about, you know, six weeks or so before that happens. So hold your horses, mark your calendars, whatever. And um, again, I cannot thank these guys enough. Um, you know, I, I, I felt like I'm not worthy, uh, you know, talking to these guys because they're all incredibly talented uh, trail runners and, and, you know, ambassadors to the sport. I mean, I know I'm an ambassador, but I'm not incredibly talented necessarily, <laughs> but, um, but I'm enthusiastic. So there you go. Um, also, uh, yeah, I was just, we, we were supposed to have a couple of other, uh, actual veterans, um, join us for this conversation. Uh, one of them was in Chiapas, Mexico, uh, the other one, uh, her schedule conflicted, so we were not able to include them in this. But um, again, you know, this this is a great group, and I just want all of you to know about this. And if you are interested in sponsoring them or, um, you know, contributing in some way, you know, listen to this podcast and, and you know, mark it down and, and figure it out, you know, how you can help people. Um, that said, um on my personal note, you know, as y'all know that, you know, I always have to do my personal thing uh, toward the end. Uh, this week I did my, uh, and I think I mentioned this last week, I did the, uh, you know, uh, I beg your pardon 10K and, you know, did okay, didn't quit. <laughs> hey. And then yesterday, Saturday, I went out to Pedernales Falls with the San Antonio Off-Road Runners Group and ran with them. Um, I took my friend Maria with me and, uh, she's in the 50 K group. I am in the 15 K group because I am really trying to backpedal this year because mentally I need it. I am just burned out. And, um, but anyway, so Maria and I, you know, pretty much hung out for the first several miles. And then she's like, well, do you want to turn around? Cause she was going to do 10 originally. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And then I was like, I'm not sure about this. And she's like, you know, we got to about the you know three mile mark and she's like, you know, you can turn around if you want. I'm like, all right, I think I'm gonna. And so I did. And so I think I ended up with, you know, five ish or something, but you know, that was fine. I mean, I really was not out to do much more. Um, Pedernales is a pretty interesting place. It's especially the area that we started from, which is the um, South loop for the horses. Oh God, I know I'm not saying that right. But anyway, they, they it, a lot of the Texas state parks have um, trails that are for horses only. And, um, and so you have to think like a horse as my uh, friend Kimberly uh, Abachans <laughs> tells us. Um, and so we uh, ran along the fence line, which is not an easy thing necessarily, because you know, it starts off kind of flat and then it gets kind of rocky and you go uphill and then downhill and then woohoo uphill. Uh, yeah, it was kind of nuts, but you know, it was all right. Um, but anyway, so I, I, yeah, I ended up with like a little over five or five ish, you know, and, um, just kind of hung out and, uh, I was waiting for Maria to finish her miles and I brought a change of clothes and just sort of hung out at the start finish as, as we call it, or the base camp. And, um, which was fun. It was fun to hang out with people and socialize and all that sort of thing. And then, uh, finally she came in and it was after 12. Um, and she was just like, she was texting me and she's like, I should have turned around when you did. And I'm like, Hmm. 
and she's like, I'm really dying. And I'm like, ah, and, uh, but anyway, she finally came in and she looked strong and all that. Uh, but she got in 12 miles <laughs> and, uh, but afterward, you know, after she changed clothes and whatnot, uh, we, uh, I drove us to um, Blanco, Texas, which is one of my favorite little small towns, little small towns. That's redundant. Um, but anyway, I love Blanco. Um, they've got, it's just such a cute little town. It's, it, there's a lot of cute little towns in Texas, you know, from my experience, but um, there's a restaurant called the Redbud Cafe that I love. And I was like, oh, we need to go there because a couple of years ago, she and I had done the Texas two-way torture test, which is in Johnson City, which is just north of Blanco. And, um, you know, we ran it, blah, blah, blah. And then afterward, she's like, you want some water? You know, like, do you want some cold water? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. You know, so I, you know, chugged a cup of cold water and then, you know, do you want another one? Yeah, sure. So I chugged another one. And so we're walking back toward my car and I'm like, okay, hold on. I need you to go up the trail because I am going to throw up, which I did multiple times. And yeah, word to the wise, do not chug cold water after a race, even though you may desire it, it's not good. Okay. It's kind of like certain boyfriends. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I was just, Oh God, I was a mess. And so we were going to go to the red bud that day, but, uh, I was so sick that I had her drive my car to where she lives in Bolverde, which is just south of there. And uh, I think we stopped at Sonic or she stopped at Sonic and got something. And, you know, I just got a Coke so I could like, you know, stop feeling green. And um, but anyway, um, but yesterday we did go to Redbud Cafe and um, she had a meatloaf sandwich and I had a burger and oh my God, it was delish. You know, it was just, I love that place. So if you're ever in Blanco, Texas, I strongly recommend that you try that place. Okay. So anyway, um, outside of that, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've signed up for anything or done anything dumb this week. Um, not really. I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of my mindset right now, I I'm trying to do a mental reset. Um, just in a lot of areas. Um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I, I've, begun therapy, um, you know, for a lot of reasons and some of which involves running and quitting races and stuff like that. Um, self-esteem, blah, blah, blah. I know no one wants to hear about that, but that's true. And it seems to be helping, but, um, you know, so I'm dealing with that and, uh, you know, and I'm trying to think of what else. Um, but yeah, so I'm just trying to get my head straight and, uh, you know, wanting to, you know, be the best person I can be and, uh, without just, you know, continuing to just sort of, you know, chug along and just ignore the, you know, elephant in the room or whatever that's going on. Um, so, uh, I think that's basically it. Uh, that's all I've got for now. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. I'll see you next time. 